Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is best day ever. This is the best day ever for you because you're here listening to this podcast. Yeah. And that's not what makes it the best, my awesome singing skills here, fortunately, because we'd be in a lot of trouble here, friend. But no, actually, best day ever is uh, its more of a concept, more of a strategy, more of a philosophy of how to obtain and experience the best day ever, whatever that may be for you. Well, the first thing that it would maybe help would be to clarify and define what would be the best day ever for you. Because otherwise, how would you even know? It might have already happened and you wouldn't have even recognized it. You'd be like, oh, that was amazing. That was great. And you forget about it because you're looking on to the next one. Now, this is a very important conversation that we're going to have today, friend, because I believe this ties into some of the probably some of the biggest, I don't want to say misconceptions, but delusions maybe, which is kind of a strong word, probably stronger than misconceptions, and yet I still stand by it. So let me explain. Let me break this down for you. Illusions, yeah, disillusions, being disillusioned, yeah, that all still works. It all still works. Okay, so check it out. When we are in a um sorry i'm driving here i got some hecticness going on so i gotta focus for just a minute just a minute friend just keep us all safe here go ahead friend doing random things thank you all right so so quick public service announcement so if you're new to the podcast i do this podcast oftentimes while i'm driving it is uh, something that allows me to maximize the use of my time, and it gets me into a flow state while I'm driving, so I'm not road raging. And it also allows me to, um, yeah, those are the main reasons. So the the uh, public service announcement, please use your blinker when you're driving. It is a great thing to be able to do. It's free. It's a law, and it makes the commute more flowing and safe for all of us, which puts us all in a better mood, I believe. And by the time we get where we're going, we're going to be that much happier and more flowing. And that is an awesome thing. So I encourage you to use your blinker and blink for flow 2019. All right. Best day ever. Again, first concept, first idea around it is to define what it might look like. If you don't have a crystal clear definition, I think that's still okay because we may just want to hit bullet points, right? It doesn't, you know, some of us are more detail-oriented than others. I am way less detail-oriented than others for the most part. So I'm going to say bullet points are okay. Second, the reason for getting clear around this is one so that way we can recognize it when we have it two that way we know what we're working toward if we haven't already experienced it and if we have already had the best day ever 
you know, we can have another one or maybe like the second best or third best, whatever number you're on. You know, this isn't an end-all, be-all, best day ever, okay? Um, there is a song, SpongeBob SquarePants, best day ever. This has nothing to do with that, but it kind of does because that's just a happy song. And, you know, that gentleman that created SpongeBob passed away recently. So a little bit of a uh, homage to him, perhaps. Also, I had a great day over the weekend. We did this really fun Minecraft fair with uh, with family, me and Elena, and we brought the two boys. Our oldest son is a huge Minecraft fan, so this was like blue as a little seven-year-old mind. And it made me feel very proud as a parent that I that we were able to accomplish it. You know, it's not groundbreaking, you know, difficulty to buy tickets and go to the convention and do it but it kind of also is right it took planning took money took preparation took coordinating etc etc and it took i believe it also took bringing awareness to the thing in a sense so i'll explain sometimes things happen that are so awesome but they happen so fast we don't we didn't even recognize how awesome they were and it's not until retrospect we're like man remember that like being a kid Sometimes, or like summer break when you're a kid. Like when you're a kid and you got summer break, sometimes it's like it just seems to go on forever. And it's like, wow, you know, you, you just don't realize how freaking cool that is to not have that many responsibilities. And then you get grown up and it's like, shoot, remember that? We didn't have to do it, hardly anything back then. It's so much easier, you know. And, man, it would be awesome not have any responsibilities like that. And... So it's that context, right? Our, our context shifts as we age and as we have more experiences. And so setting our own expectations for the best day ever is going to change. What what defines our best day is going to probably change to some degree. You know, certain things like, oh, the day that my – our child was born okay yeah well you know that's great and then what then you have a second one well now what now the second child you know can't ever have they weren't ever the best day because that first that best day is already gone you know you know what i mean so i don't want to be too strict with this definition but i uh, it's a functioning working definition okay can we agree so it was a great day for him it very very well may have been the best day of his life so far because he was pumped, you know, it's like Minecraft this, Minecraft that, YouTubers YouTubers that he watches, like they were there in real life, kids wearing Minecraft gear, adults wearing Minecraft gear. It was cool. We bought a ridiculous amount of merchandise. So it was a great day. And for me, one of the things, in addition to just it being super fun and us spending time together and, you know, all that good stuff, one of the things that I, um, I've shared in a previous episode back back in the day, um, was about the first day of school. Uh, and it was the first day of school for our oldest son. And I did a podcast after it because I always um, do a podcast, record a podcast after I drop them off. And in that particular day, it was the first day of school for the new school year. And I was like really upset because I blew it. I, did, I didn't take a photo of my kid on the first day of school. And that's like a thing that I should have done to commemorate this important milestone in his life, right? And I felt so horrible and 
dumb for messing that up, right? What? How hard would it have been for me to remember to bring my cell phone out of the car when I go to like walk him into school? <sighs> right? So I was getting pretty down about myself and I podcasted and shared that and blah, blah, blah. And um, I, I've also like really made a point to make memories, specific things that we could look back on and say, oh, remember that? Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that awesome that time we did this thing? And not just the memory, because I do practice very much being present in the moment. You know, I don't want to go the opposite end of the spectrum and like just always be trying to videotape and photograph everything and document everything because I, I believe that's missing out on like actually being present in life. And I did a whole episode about being present. So um, it's that balance, right? Where's the balance? And it's probably different for each of us. But for me, as much as I was practicing being present, I was not being as good about the documenting, the, the photos and the videos. And I felt pain around that. And I really want to make a conscious effort to improve that. And so I did. And so at this Minecraft thing, I brought my phone. I brought got a couple video clips. I got a couple really key snapshots of all of us together at the thing, having fun, smiling with it in the background. Not huge, not amazing, you know, not some like glamour shot or perfect photograph, but for our purposes, perfect. Perfect. So I was very proud of myself. And it was a near perfect day. It's not totally perfect. There was a wood chip in the pizza I ordered at this restaurant, which perfectly I did not choke on and die from. So that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, everything else was pretty awesome. Okay, another perfect thing that happened for me, a perfect day, one of the best days ever. I do have these lists of things that I feel are very important. If I were to die sooner rather than later, and I didn't have the chance to continue to impact my kids growing up, what are the main things? I'm definitely going to have to give him a call back. Good bro right there. All right. Um, but did need to finish this up with you real quick here. So I have these key and he just had a, he's got his little boy now, which is really exciting him and his wife. Key things that I feel are very important. Key things that I feel like these are really good uses of our time together. I can look back and feel proud that we did these things together. So for me, per, and this is going to be different for everybody, right? No, I'm just sharing mine to give you some ideas perhaps, right? So some of the big ones for me. One, um, listening to classical music. There's all sorts of music on the radio. I know he's going to hear that, you know, in being in the car with uh, his mom. Or actually, she doesn't listen to a whole lot of pop music. She streams house music, um, which is awesome. I'm down with that. But for the most part, default music is going to be everywhere else, right? I want him to be exposed, both our boys, to be exposed to the great composers of humanity of all times, right? So whenever we're home on the weekends and I'm chilling with them, if we're not watching something um, else, I'm putting on classical music or jazz. I'm putting on Schumann uh, this last weekend and, and Schubert and, uh, you know, Beethoven and Mozart and uh, a lot of Bach and 
Um, and then, you know, I'll mix it up and throw in some jazz. So we listen to some Miles Davis. We listen to some John Coltrane. We listen to some Eric Dolphy. All these different artists that are not what m most people probably listen to. And that's okay. I want them to know that this stuff exists. I want them to be familiar with it. And even if they never listen to it again when they grow up, at least it's been they've been exposed to it, right? They're aware of it, and they have some depth of experience in music that most people probably never really dive that deep into. So for me, that's very important. I'll point out also, if you're new to the show, that I'm, I was a music major. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty passionate about music. In addition to that, um, training jujitsu. I train jujitsu. That's important to me. One for physical, just to be active. Two, self-defense. Three, um, it's really darn fun. It's very, it's, it's very conceptual. There's a lot of thinking and strategy involved. There's a lot of physical um, work and strategy involved in awesomeness and, and just experience of it. And it's a very flow experience for me when I can get in flow states with wrestling, grappling, these kind of things, I love it. Deeply love it. Now, I don't want to pressure my kids in this, okay? So I'm careful about it. And uh, recently, more and more recently, they, my, our little one just loves it. He's definitely a natural. Our older one, not as much uh, until recently, but he's been getting more and more into it. We have mats at home. I like to just lay out on the mats and stretch and roll around on the mats. And especially on the weekends, I bust him out. And he has just been eating it up, loving it, wrestling with me, doing jujitsu, which, uh, you, know, he, you know, he makes up his own names for moves, and I'm okay with that. You know, so letting him learn. And we actually had this great match, for lack of a better word, the other night. And I got into a flow state while I was playing around grappling with them. And it was the funnest roll, which is uh, what we call sparring, rolling that I've ever had in my life. It was amazing. It was with my son. And we were in our home on a Friday night, rolling around on the mat in our living room. And it was amazing. I felt so, so happy. And it didn't cost a cent to be there and do that with him. We didn't have to go anywhere fancy. We didn't have to do anything. It was just us playing, right? And he knew enough moves to, you know, kind of understand the strategy that that we we're doing in the game. There's like enough rules that we we had a game going, right? It's fun. So that was a big thing I just wanted to touch on was like, what are those things that like when you do it, you just feel like, yes, this day was a victory. For me, another one, eating a burrito. Got to probably cut that one back at some point, but it's like, but then I try to cut it back and then I don't. And then I have a burrito. I'm like, why the heck would I ever stop eating burritos? It's my happy place. It's my happy place, friend. When I have, when I go and train jujitsu, and then afterward I get a bean and rice burrito and a beer. Gosh darn it! It's freaking perfection, perfection. I'm easy. I'm a simple man. Gosh darn it! It doesn't take much. Okay, it's not true. I'm totally complicated pain in the butt. But for today's purposes, we're gonna. I'm also simple. Okay. See, see can contradict myself and still be in perfect alignment. So, friend, what are the things that make your day perfect? When you, It, it could be the littlest, simplest things. It could be the most extravagant, big-picture goal of this thing you've been working on your whole life. I would encourage you to do both. 
because you're going to have both of those days, right? You may spend the next 20 years working toward that one big perfect day, but you don't want to wait your whole life. And what if you die before then? That would really suck. So let's not put it off too far. We could have perfect days, most amazing perfect days, up until we have that big, perfect, amazing day. You know what I mean? That's the idea. But if we don't know what it looks like at all, then we might miss it. So let's put some parameters around it, some goals around it, and go after it, friend. And, and then when it happens, be thankful. Experience that gratefulness, that appreciation of, man, that day was perfect. Yes, sit in the energy of appreciation for it because it happened. And it, again, if we don't stop and take the moment to reflect and appreciate it, then it's like, poof, it, it's almost as if it never happened. We don't even remember it. It's here and it's, here and it's gone. Right, So the depth of our own experience is partially how much depth do we give it, how much time, how much of our mental energy and our emotional energy do we put into it to experience it before, during, and after. Okay, that's it, friend. I don't want to belabor it anymore. I'm on to uh, call back my friend and chat with him. And I'm going to wish you all the best and most awesomest perfect days ever. Days, plural. See, at the, at the end here, I'm just going to open it up. We can have multiple, every day can be a perfect day. If you wake up above ground, gosh darn it, this is the best day ever, right? Yes. Live life as if it matters and as if it's special because it is. It's It really is. It, it goes by in the blink of an eye, right? And it's gone. Poof. Man, I wish I would have done this different. I wish I would have done that different. Really? Was it that hard? Was it, you know, what prevented you from doing it? Oh, you know, work, taxes, kids, job, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, is there any one little thing you could have slipped in there that would have made the day that much better? Burrito? All right, friend. You get the idea. So I'm going to let you get after it. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.